I, like honest to God, I I don't think he knows that he was in a movie. Baby, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Film Find, the greatest movie podcast ever. Assuming you've never listened to a movie podcast before, my name is Adam Portress, and I'm joined in 2018 by Matt Smith. Merry New Year's, Miss. That's I don't know that that's how it works, but that's what we're gonna go with. <laughs> well, you know, we've been off for two weeks. We're gonna say it's a uh, break for the holidays, which I guess technically we did. Yeah, sure. But uh, here's the thing, man we don't we don't go away and not come back with a whole bunch of something something for everybody no we don't because that would be wrong we come we come we we comes correct as they say is that what the kids are still saying nowadays is that what they say in the 20 2018s <laughs> they they, they come yes. correct is that is that still indeed a, and fresh fr- fresh fresh deaf and um the the what's the what's i you know you could tell that we're super hip <laughs> i think that was uh i think that was a you know kind of a it makes sense. All right. But uh, we'd like to thank everybody for uh, joining us yet again and uh, kind of being uh, patient with us with what we got. Uh, for those of you yeah. that are on Patreon, you got you got a whole bunch of cool stuff in there. And uh, some of you got it a little bit later. And one of them, you guys won't even get, like, the regular people, the non-Patreon folk. For a while. For a good while. I think I put that out actually all the way out in February. At least when Ooh. I scheduled that bad boy to go. So, uh, you know, if you want to be on the cutting edge of everything, man. What you ought to do is go down to patreon.com slash the film find and be like one of the 13 people. You could be amongst them even better. And uh, so we do want to, at the beginning of this year, thank everybody, man. Rocket Face, Eric, uh, Megan, uh, we got Kevin. Uh, Up in the next category here, we got uh, Ricardo, Kate, Jacob, Tim, Evan, Matthew, uh, Warren, and Krista in the next category. And all the way up again in, in in her highest of purchase. Maria from upstate New York in the big giant executive producer category. Boom. Uh, rocking that, man. And we thank each and every one of you guys. And uh, I, over the next coming months, I'm going to need this more than you absolutely could positively know. Uh, so, uh, you know, we got, we, got, we got big stuff coming. Uh, and, you know, hey, who knows? In not too awful long, Matt and I could actually be recording the show in the exact same room talk about what, that what? we may be able to just choke the shit out of each other <laughs> oh really <laughs> listen here you motherfucker you like inception you think that movie's wrong <laughs> it's like see normally we've just been fighting on twitter wait till we get into the same room and then are able to fight each other oh Let man me tell you about your big stupid opinion to your face <laughs> it's oh what you got now it's like why is he bringing switchblades to a recording of a podcast that's just how we do it. Hey, if you if you, if you're moving to the A, that's how we do it. You've got you've got opinions. You better come with some defense of those, be- whether they be verbal or physical. <laughs> you better figure it out, son. Uh, so uh, we do seriously appreciate everybody that goes down to Patreon.com/slash/the-film-find. Like we said, 
Uh, we did have a little bit of time off here, uh, but that doesn't mean when we have time off, that doesn't mean Matt and I are sitting around twiddling our thumbs. Oh, hell to the no. Uh, well, I mean, I sort of was. Well, I certainly was not. You saw a lot more than I did. I in, saw in fact, so much. <laughs> here's a, here's a confession. Uh, I have, I don't even have a what you've been watching really. Oh my gosh. For, for two episodes. <laughs> I have I've been so right, much. I mean, I've been doing stuff so I can try to graduate, but. <laughs> oh, what is that all about? <laughs> But, you know, maybe I'll talk about watching Stranger Things again. <laughs> I don't know. You could do worse. We'll but don't anyway. you worry, kids. I've got you. i got plenty of things. Uh, because I'll be honest with you. We were talking about it in the pre-show of which you'll be able to get at patreon.com. Uh, of like the first half of the year uh really with with movie pass super screwed us on on seeing films so like my number this year la- give me an idea last year i saw 150 2017 movies i'm oh, gonna shit. i'm gonna be pushing to see 100 this year i'm pushing i'm, I'm gonna make it i'm gonna make it uh, at this point uh, but man, I'm pushing. I'm pushing hard. I'm pushing it real good, as the song says. <laughs> as, as as we were just doing there, uh, I, real I was pushing Whoa. it real good. Damn it, because uh, it was it's it's tough. I'm gonna be able to just probably get a hundred because I'm gonna be going on the. Um, outside the cinema as is now my yearly tradition in doing the uh, top 10 movies of the year and i have a large disrespect for people that don't get to 100 so man was i depressed when i put up the numbers and i'm like oh god i got a lot of work to do (laughs) otherwise i'm gonna just hate myself that much but uh you know maybe 2018 we're gonna work on that be a little bit different and uh sure shooting is how things are going right now man uh i i you know it's nuts. I've seen so much. So let's get to you because we're going to, we're going to, uh, oh, so like I was actually trying to say, we got yeah. two shows coming up for you. We got a show, we, we got a show right here, right now. And then you're going to get another show. This was, this is, I'm going to call this one our more light show, right? This is going to be the show that covers the lighter movies, the things that, you know, you go and you, you chomp on your popcorn and you have a good time. And the next well, show. These, these were our, these were our Christmas movies. Yeah. These are the more Christmas The, the pre-holiday. Uh, so we'll, we'll be talking about that stuff in the next, in the next episode, which I'm probably just going to put out the next day. Uh, maybe, maybe two days for everybody else. Maybe I'll get the Patreon people a day early. Um, but, uh, then we're going to do, uh, the more serious movies the movies that maybe more Oscar contender sort of movies. And there'll be a couple more of those coming out. Not too awful long. Uh, what with delayed releases and all that kind of jazz. So uh, we're not quite out of the woods with 2017 just yet, but uh, we're starting with 2018 come next week's episode anyway. So That's sweet. It's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's beginning, and whether it begins on a good note or not, we'll see. <laughs> that's, that's yet to be found. Well, but, we're, we're going to kick it off with a new entry in one of my favorite film franchises. And one of my least favorite. So, hey, everybody. Uh, <laughs> how many did you, how many have you watched? This is the first one? I've only watched the first one. I fell asleep. It was boring. Oh, okay. It was terrible. So I was just like, what the fuck would I want to... And, like, and let me ask your opinion. This is a little early uh-huh. in the show, but whatever. Who cares? It's our show. We do what we want. Fuck it. Um, should I make an effort? Now, granted, I'm probably... I don't know when the fuck I'm going to see it, but should I make an effort... It, is it really worth me seeing? How many? Uh, how many are there all together? There, there are three already. Okay. The first two. I'd have to rewatch the, the same first because I sure shit don't remember it. Well, what? What I th- here's where I'll come on this. Okay. Uh, I think you should rewatch them before going into the new one, only because the third one comes after the immense success that the conjuring was Mm -hmm. and they retooled the series. 
Okay. So, so whereas the first two uh, Insidious films are about Patrick Wilson and his family, mm-hmm. right, being haunted. Uh, so it's him and Rose Byrne and their kids, right? The third and fourth one are about Lynn Shay's character, the psychic medium. Right, right. And I think that's the right move to take with this. Okay. It, it certainly makes uh, makes the third film more interesting, I think. Um, and it certainly I, I, is notable that it came after the success of The Conjuring because The Conjuring and Insidious uh, Chapter 2 came out within – let's see. I think Conjuring came out in June and Insidious came out in September that year. Okay. So they were they were produced concurrently. But I think because Conjuring did so well, they kind of refigured, reconfigured the franchise to be more about the psychic character hmm. so that they could jump easily into other stories. Yeah, instead of being kind of stuck with the same old, same old. That makes sense. Right. Um, but yeah, I think the third one's actually really good. All right, I'm gonna. I'll do my damnedest. No promises, but we'll. We'll. Because I gotta. I'm trying to put in all the other stuff too. It's a, such a bitch. Uh, mm-hmm. But this week, this week, our main reviews. We're gonna be reviewing Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle and Pitch Perfect Three. Man, so like we said, a little bit lighter popcorn fare for you and everything. Uh, so let's get to it because you know your list is gonna be short. What have you been watching, Matt? <laughs> uh, I rewatched Stranger Things too. Because Marsha hadn't watched it yet. Okay. And uh, we're, well, we are on episode seven or eight. So like two or three episodes from the end. Uh, She'll be wrapping it up this coming weekend. Um, That season is still amazing. It's really good. It's good stuff. I wouldn't mind watching it again once I find some free time to... And and so that's what I did. <laughs> Not trying to catch uh, the other thing is is I I continued my Christmas tradition. Uh, uh, this is my third year doing it, of course, mm-hmm. only because it's only been available for three years. Continue my Christmas tradition of watching uh, a very merry Christmas on Netflix. Oh yeah, I forgot that was a thing. Love that special. Love it. I ended up watching Die Hard. Shock of all shocks. Uh- <laughs> Good I one to get, watch. I didn't get as as much Christmas movie watching as I really wanted to because I was trying to focus on all the other BS that I got to do. So you know, it's well. It's, the one that you know. I really wanted to get into uh, and did not get around to was this movie on Netflix called Pottersville. Unaware. So Pottersville. Hold on, let me pull up the IMDb because this is uh, actually like a crazy cast. Um, is a it's a holiday film. Right. Uh, who here, here's what the plot is. The plot centers on Maynard played by Michael Shannon. All right. A, You're already starting beloved, to win me over a beloved local business businessman who is mistaken for the legendary Bigfoot during an, in, an inebriated romp through town in a makeshift gorilla costume. The sightings set off an international Bigfoot media spectacle and a windfall of tourism dollars for a simple American town hit by hard times. It's it's set during the holidays. It's a Christmas movie. People wear Christmas hats and, and Santa hats and shit in it. Here's the cast. Oh Lord, uh, Michael Shannon, mm. Judy Greer, Ron Perlman, Christina Hendricks, oh. Thomas Lennon, <laughs> Ian McShane. What a weird choice that one. Okay, <laughs> right. That. In that cast, like just that, kind of incredible. That's wild, yeah. Hmm. I'd, I'd watch that shit. 
but I didn't get around to it, unfortunately. But that's the one I, I want to. Maybe I'll just watch it anyway. It's a pre-preview. <laughs> anyway, uh, so th- that's what I've been watching. And I guess next episode I'll talk about the video game I played part of. There you go. Hey, that works. <laughs> Don't worry, kids. I got plenty of stuff that'll fill our time here. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I finally got around to, and I'll be honest with you, this is when I was ashamed. Ashamed I didn't get to watch it uh, in the theater. Uh, but I finally watched Baby Driver, and you know what? It's fucking great. Yeah. It really is good, and uh, I'm so, I'm just, I'm sick that I didn't see it. And uh, But I'll be watching that uh, several more times because it is just, it's great. It's great, and I and I love that Edgar Wright made a movie that made a bunch of money for for once. You know, yes, that's the yeah. Big no, thing. that movie's great. Uh, I I yeah, I don't know. I know people have turned on it since uh since the Spacey uh, shit, but uh, I mean, and we'll talk a little bit I about that on our next episode. For shit that uh, yeah, I can't you know? I can't do that. Like it's it's tough to do that. And like here's the thing. And, and plus, next episode we'll be talking about Kevin Spacey anyway. Yeah, because so so hold on to that. But I mean, uh-huh. everything itself and like it, it's it's just good. It's a hell of a lot of fun. It's constantly moving. It's constantly flowing and stuff. And you know, I I don't live in Atlanta just yet, but I do know enough of the area to just go like, oh, I know where that is. Oh, I know where that is. Is and, which is really it, cool. Yeah. What what I like about about that uh, movie, quite honestly, is that. Finally, Atlanta has a movie that's set here that f- makes it feel like everybody else who's ever had a movie made in their city. So, like, predominantly New York and L.A., right? Like, everybody knows who lives in those cities. And if you're a big film nerd, uh, you know this as well. But most things shot in those cities are shot in, like, ten blocks yeah. of the city, right? And so your impression of L.A. or your impression of New York City or Chicago on the screen is really like 10 entire blocks of the city period mm-hmm. ever. And what's nice about baby driver is that it does that for Atlanta. Yeah. It puts you in that kind of just sort of like it. Yeah. I mean, cause I haven't looked at but, it, but, but I like heard you, somebody mapped it all out of like all the like different drive and everything and how they went from point A to point B and all that kind of jazz, which I'd love to look at. It's, but they, but they did not actually shoot in those areas uh actually like i can look at the stuff and tell you exactly where they're shooting within the same five blocks of my campus where yeah. they where they shot down <laughs> well there's certain stuff that's like very specific though <laughs> for sure oh for sure yes where you're but just yeah, like so oh, it's, it's oh. a lot of fun also uh like finally i have a movie where i can go like i know all of this shit yeah uh, it's kind of like uh, like Shallow Hell. You walk around and just go like, oh, I know where that is. Oh, I know where that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but uh, good good times. I'm mad that I didn't wait. I waited this long to see it, so uh, do that. Uh, next up here, uh, speaking of the Christmas time and stuff, I did get around to seeing The Greatest Showman, or just Greatest Showman. There's no uh, article in there. Uh, Greatest Showman, Hugh Jackman plays uh, P.T. Barnum in a giant spectacle musical and everything. And here's the thing, man. Uh, do you like musicals? If the answer is yes, you're probably going to like this film. There's a lot to like. Uh, the songs are pretty good for the most part. Um, it's very competently shot, and uh, it's it's a good time. Is it a complete and utter revisionist history of P.T. Barnum? Absolutely. Uh, but if, you, if you're not one of those people that's going to get caught up in all that and just be like, well, that's not how it happened. Of course it's not. 
Of course it's not, you know, but that's, this thing doesn't, uh, you know, purport itself to be a documentary. It's a, it's a, mm. it's a feel good musical that is like, Hey, look at how, uh, awesome everybody is no matter what and inclusion and all that jazz. It ain't true. That ain't how the whole thing went down. He was a very exploitative, you know, greaseball kind of guy. Uh, but it is what it is. And if you, if you can get past that and you just kind of look at it for the message that it's giving today. Okay. And the fun that you have with it, it's a good time. I, I liked it, and everyone that I've kind of talked to, I've had a couple other people uh, that listen to the show have uh, messaged me. I know Maria's yeah, seen I think it. Maria said She's seen it at least two or three times at this point. Uh, I know uh, listener Reed, he's seen it, and uh, he enjoyed it quite a bit. I think he said he might be going again. So, like, you know, people that are that, that dig musicals, man, uh, you'll probably like it. It's it's good. And it's, it's Hugh Jackman doing a musical, man. What more do you need to know? The guy's just, he's like, he's solid gold in everything he does, so... Well, one of my one of my friends uh, said that the best thing about it is that it's a modern musical that doesn't try to uh, like hide the fact that it's a musical. No, it it so it's delves not, in it. So it's like in your face. Here's the thing: we've got big numbers. It's not something like La La Land or or that sort of thing. Which oddly enough is the same people that wrote the music for this one. Yeah, of course, but you know the 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 structure of La La Land like that. Those numbers are not in your face numbers. No, 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 not li- not like this is. This is very right? it's, it's very subdued, and a lot of musicals nowadays follow that pattern where it's kind of like I don't know, not as grandiose, right? Right. There's not a lot of Moulin Rouges coming out. Yeah, and that was, that was just the comparison I was about to make. I was like, this is not quite Moulin Rouge, but it's not La La Land. It's like somewhere right about in the middle, but it's yeah. it's definitely unabashedly a musical for sure. For sure, uh, but it's it's not it's not constant constant singing and stuff. There's enough of you know regular acting and stuff in there. Uh, but Hugh Jackman's great. Zac Efron is great. Uh, Michelle Williams, I think Michelle Williams is there. Right? If memory serves, uh, it, it's good. It, it's good. It's well worth your time. And uh, like I said, if you hate musicals, stay away. You won't like it. But if you dig musicals, give it a shot, man. You'll you'll, you'll like it. All right. Uh, up next, also, uh, I got to watch uh, both. This is unprecedented, man. Un- I I cannot tell you anyone else who has done this in the history of the world. And if you if you know otherwise, please email us at thefilmfind@gmail.com. Uh, but I watched Dave Chappelle's brand new specials in 2017. His next two specials. That's right. Dave Chappelle has dropped a total of four hours yeah, worth of comedy came out this in week, 2017. Right? It's unreal. Yeah, it came out New Year's Eve. Um, Dave Chappelle's two new specials, Equanimity and the uh, the Bird Revolu- uh, Revelation. Revelation. Uh, both are great. Uh, what's awesome about them, though, is that he also, because like these are short-time things, man, he references his last Netflix special in his first Netflix new Netflix special. <laughs> so That's funny. These things are hot off her tail because he got a lot of... Uh, he got a lot of uh, a lot of slack for uh, you know um, you know pu- pushing some buttons. Some of the jokes. Pushing yeah. some of the buttons, and he uh, and he he addresses some of those. And what I love about Dave Chappelle is he just goes, mm, I'm gonna also double down on those. <laughs> he, he explains a lot of where he came from, and at the same time too, just goes, Hey, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. If you don't like it, I don't care. Uh, which I think is great. I mean, comedy is not a place to where you know hurt feelings don't go. I'm sorry if you you got hurt feelings. I, that's that's fine. I get it, but I'm definitely of the of the mind of as long as it's funny, it doesn't matter. You know, 
Make it funny. Mm-hmm. Just for me, it, it's make it funny. Anything, yes, anything can be funny. You you name it, the worst, ho- most horrible thing in the world. You, it, it, you know, you can make fun of it, and it can be funny. Now, sometimes it may not be funny if somebody's not good and they don't make it funny, then yeah, go ahead and shit on that person. Because they they told a joke that took a dark, you know, horrible subject, and they tried to tell a joke and it didn't work. Then don't laugh at that joke. But if somebody tells a funny joke about it, laugh at it, man. That's all you can do. And I like when nobody's uh, nobody's off limits. I don't, I don't like, I never ever like saying, oh, you can't joke about this. Bullshit. You totally can. So, and that's just me. I know some people don't, don't like that opinion, but uh, I'm a... Uh, I'm comedy that way. So, so, but uh, if you dig Dave Chappelle, if you liked his, if you liked his last two series, these two are great. Uh, the first one is in a in a uh, you know kind of a more auditorium. Uh, the second one is is slightly shorter, and it's actually in the belly room in the comedy store. So it's a little bit more intimate audience and stuff like that, which is cool. So I liked having two different types of shows, you know. Uh, so I would definitely check that out. That's on Netflix right now. Speaking of Netflix, the other one uh, that I saw that is on Netflix right now is the uh, Netflix's, I would say, now they've done a couple, but I would say this is probably the most high-profile one, uh, their most high-profile big-budget films to rival what they're doing in uh, you know regular Hollywood theatrical sort of stuff, uh, Bright, uh, directed by David Ayers, uh, starring Will Smith and... Um, uh, Joel Edgerton. It's uh, it's hmm. How do I explain it? <laughs> it's a futuristic, modern futuristic cop movie with elves and uh, and uh, orcs and um, just like Lord of the Rings meets cops. Um, here's the thing. It's it's not horrible, but it's certainly not good. Okay, um, uh-huh. the ideas I, I like. I like the seed of the idea of everything, right? I, I like the like because when things are going on, when you first watch it, it's just like, oh, this seems kind of stupid. This is kind of dumb. And as it goes along, it kind of builds. It gets a little bit better, and you're like, oh, this seems kind of interesting. But uh, it's just ultimately what it really comes down to is the directing, David Ayer's directing, and Max Landis' script, both are a little bit weak. The ideas are nice. I like the ideas, but the execution ultimately is rather weak. And that's what kind of mm. bothers me here. Um, people are talking about how, like, Will Smith and Edgerton... Uh, first of all, Edgerton can... Like, I, like that guy, he, he perplexes me. Because sometimes I really like him, and sometimes I'm like, that fucking guy? Uh, yeah. But here, he's doing... What he has to do, and do with a lot of makeup on... Is pretty good. It's 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 pretty good what he's doing. And like I said, I think it's worth a try for people. Uh, a lot of people are not going to like it, and a lot of people don't like it. Um, and it is very kind of on the nose with a lot of things. It's the um, here's a story about you know race and culture and stuff, but through you know fantasy creatures and things of that nature, right? Uh-huh. Uh It's a little more on the nose than I would like, but. It's like I said, it's got like a, it's got all the seeds there, but I just don't know that what we've got was, you know, the, uh, the cake wasn't quite done when we took it out. Yeah. Well, uh, I know that a lot of people are, are, uh, not watching this movie. I haven't watched it. Um, the reason I didn't watch it as much like everybody else, uh, Max Landis is a, uh, fucker. I look, I, I'm not a, uh, outside of Chronicle, I can't tell you something that he's done that I really have dug anyway. So. 
Uh, Chronicles fine. I liked American Ultra, although I think that was more to do with the casting and the direction than uh, the weak ass script. Yeah, American Ultra was all right. Yeah, I I liked that well enough. Which is his hallmark is a weak ass script. Uh, which for somebody who uh, talks all big and bad about how everybody else sucks <laughs> and about how, we, how yeah, exactly I, I really hate that about him he really talks shit about a lot of other people and it's just like dude you're super weak in a lot of these cat- categories as well my friend um, but yeah so I so Max Landis uh, it's uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff out there uh, about him if you want if you want to read up on why people are pissed off but he is it must be said a total moron. And a misogynistic douchebag at the very least, and an alleged accused uh, rapist. I you so know, I, I don't know. So, well, I mean, I I, <laughs> I, I like you said, you raped know? by him, which is why I said that he's accused. <laughs> That's true. There That's are people who have accused him of be, of, of raping them. This is true. Them. This is true. I'm not fighting. Uh, of You're assaulting right. them. Fair so, enough. That's fair enough. <laughs> so in any case, I just like. I can't do it, right? Like, even though that I know my homegirl's up in this motherfucker, um, even though generally I like David Ayers, although he kind of is also also a douchebag. He's, he's super on this douchebag train right now, and I just don't I like, think it's God. all, it's, isn't it remarkable how, like, empowered he is with douchebaggy shit ever since uh, he <laughs> got picked up uh, and venerated by douchebags for uh, how much suicide squad sucked yeah it's just like honestly it's just like everything past um what, what was it what was the tank movie called fury 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 is amazing fury was fantastic everything past fury is just like he just got a like like he went and sniffed his own asshole and really liked it a lot yeah i don't know i mean it's the weirdest fucking thing to me that that shit uh well here's the deal knows? here's the deal it's got a sequel Max, it's got a sequel. Netflix has already lit a sequel. It won't have Max Landis involved, so you're you're good on that side. Uh, it's yes. it's curious. It's very curious. It, like I said, it's not terrible, but it's not great either. Um, I think I think it's worth a, if you can get past that bullshit. It, which you know you may or may not. Whatever. I mean, I'm not no judge. Uh, yep. But if you can get past that. Uh, it, I'll probably I, end up giving it a look. I just worth, honestly haven't had the time, and uh, given that it's given that it's Landis, and mostly uh, given that okay, uh, okay. mostly given that he is uh, an irredeemable asshole who has written a half of a good screenplay for several movies. It's true. It's true. Uh, no, you know what the worst part is, and I, I did, heard this. I didn't get a fire in my ass to watch this thing. I, I, I can't. I can neither confirm nor deny this, but like, and I think it was him. I think it was him that was that that did this. And you can correct me if you've heard otherwise. Uh-huh. But like, put a tweet out while writing this a, a good while back, saying, essentially, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase here, essentially uh-huh. saying. I believe I'm writing the new Lord of the Rings, and that's so exciting. Oh yeah, that's that's certainly something that he said. It's just like and wow. I, and I almost guarantee it was while writing this thing. Yeah, and, I'm uh, pretty sure that it, it's it's it, from my understanding that that tweet has since been deleted. But it was just like a wow, that's a really blowhardy thing to say, man. Because Lord of Lord of the Rings, I think by all accounts, everybody can pretty much say that's some amazing stuff right there. Be it books, be it the movies, they're all really really great stuff and to say that your your stuff is coming anywhere close to that whoo and then to see what you did and then just go well i mean it's got elves and orcs and shit in it but do you think that that's like anywhere close to what peter jackson did uh no <laughs> just plain no bro i mean it's uh 
here's the thing. I think even if eventually when you watch it, even if you hate it, I think you'll almost love hate it because there's some stuff in it that honestly it is it is bad. There's some stuff in it that is so bad that, that it's almost kind of fun how bad it is. But again, there's some moments of stuff where you're just like, oh, that's a really neat idea. And it's just it's it's in the hands of people that are less capable of doing so, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see if I want to talk about anything else here because I got a lot of things. I think that's all I'll talk about this show. We'll wait till next show and talk about some of the other stuff. So, uh, yeah, man. Well, let's jump on into it here, everybody. Let's start our first movie, Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. I found something. You got to check this out. He plays board games anymore. Yo, what's this? Jumanji. Pick a character and you're that person in the game. Bethany, you in? I don't spend my life staring at a TV screen. <sighs> Fine. Oh my god! Where's my hair? Where's the rest of me? Oh my god, we're in different people's bodies! I'm an overweight middle-aged man. Wait a second. Where's my phone? Don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. I think we've become the avatars we chose. Welcome to Jumanji. This is a video game, which means we each have three lives. Come on, let's go. I'm Alex. Watch your step in here. So gnarly. We can help each other. We all have special skills. Weakness, none. I hate this game. Everybody else got good stuff. Weakness, cake. Yes, cake is my weakness. You're all good weapons, Valet. What is that? I think it means you carry my weapons and give them to me when I tell you to. Don't let this new body get your butt whooped. Ow! What the hell? We have to work together. I think it's a staring contest. Who's good at staring and not blinking? I'm amazing at it. I like can't even with this place. We gotta go get on my back. Hell no. I'll carry you. Come on. I would rather die. Get on my back. Nope. I'm gonna die. What is this? Found cake. Cake? Isn't that your weakness? Something happening to me? Am I am I shaking? Am I still black? Yes. Okay, we're fine. Everything is fine. It's all good. That was the trailer for Jumanji. Welcome to the Jungle, our new release film of the week. Here's the IMDb plot line. As we know, IMDb always 100% correct in everything they say and or do. Four teenagers are sucked into a magical video game, and only and the only way to escape is to work together to finish the game. This is directed by Jake Kasdan, son of uh, Lawrence Kasdan. Didn't know if you knew that or not. That's a little fun secret yep. for you. Uh, Star Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, Karen Gillan, Reese Darby, uh, Bobby Connor. Vale. I was surprised that he was in this, man. He didn't look like himself in that trailer. Uh, Nick Jonas and many more. Uh, this- really? Hmm? I felt I felt like uh, Bobby Bobby Cannavale uh, played like the most Bobby Cannavale could have played. No, 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 no. I mean in the trailer. In the trailer. 
Okay. In the tr- in the trailer, he didn't look like. Honestly, yeah, in the trailer, he looked like Milo Yiannopoulos. <laughs> I think. I, well, <laughs> I'm not going to front. I, he looked exactly like him. But I'm just like, what? <laughs> well, I think I saw some one of my friends on Twitter. Uh, uh, they were tweeting about seeing Jumanji, and they were like, like watching Bobby Cannavale in this movie was a lot like like, like the director had just asked him uh, to play an intense version of his character from Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. it's pretty stamp that up (laughs) so this is a follow-up to the original jumanji film uh a movie that i know that we grew up with and everything uh i think was a a big i think most people our age are probably a big fan of the original jumanji film and uh when this thing was announced man people were a little upset i mean i mean they they didn't like they didn't like the idea at first and then when robin williams died boy they really didn't like this idea and uh i'll start with this and saying this is a fantastic follow-up to that movie uh there's they're very very tangentially related but at the same time, too, they keep a lot of the uh, kind of feel of what this movie should be. And they break rules and just go, <laughs> shut up at the same time, which I think is kind of an awesome thing. Yeah. So, you know, uh, they they, uh, they find this board game. This, uh, this person finds this board game years ago. And then uh, on the beach, and it's like, like 90, 93 or something. Yeah, back, 96. back when the That's original movie came out, finds this thing and goes, oh, I don't want to play this crap. This is stupid. And then uh, turns out <laughs> overnight, if Jumanji goes, oh, you, you don't want to play this board game, we're we going to turn it to a video game. <laughs> yeah. It makes no sense. And I love it that it just goes, shut up. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, uh, you know, it's mystical, bro. It's called, we, we're going to make ourselves into a video game cartridge. You'll put this in your thing and play it now, won't you? Ha ha. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Who will not put a thing into their thing and play? The next it? one's going to be an iPhone game. It'll be an app. I promise you. <laughs> the next Jumanji uh, film will be an app. And then just, but everybody's in it. But everyone's, I don't know. Uh, but yeah. It, and then, you know, so this kid gets sucked into this video game and uh, it's it's this you know this missing kid for like twenty some odd years just gone completely gone and everything, and we come back to modern day, uh, you know it's we got Breakfast Club going on. Let's be honest, you know. Yeah, little little bit of this, little bit of that. They all get detention, and then boom, there you go. They say they they're scrummaging around. Hey, we found this video game as you heard in the thing. Then they all get sucked into the game and become these avatars, and they've got to go through the entire game and beat the game in order to do it. And uh, it's a lot of damn fun, this movie. Yeah, it is uh, remarkably fun, actually. I, I was not expecting much going in. In fact, I put it off for like almost half a week uh, from going to see it. Because mm-hmm. I just I was like, man, I don't want to go and like waste my time with Jumanji right now. Uh, no, it's awesome. It's a lot. It's like exactly the movie you need it to be. Yeah. It's, it's, it's super funny. Now I will say this, this is something that I think threw a couple of people off. Uh, this is a PG 13 movie. Yes. I think a lot of people went into this thinking this was a PG movie and there were some walkouts with, with parents and kids and as well, Hey, bravo to the parents for realizing they probably shouldn't have their kid in here while this is going on. Well, I mean, you know, like, uh, I've seen some pushback to this, but also this, I think it's one of the like mo- more uh, 
solid performative aspects of the film, but you know, like a significant portion of Jack Black's presence in this is that he's playing a, a an 18 year old girl mm-hmm. and half of the jokes are about like the amazement of like having a penis. That's Just true. like, Oh, this is, this is fucking bizarre. Which, which I think I, as like a 17, 18 year old girl, if all of a sudden you got that, th- these would be your reactions. Uh, well, I mean like shit there, you know, you think too hard about it, it is weird. Yeah, it would. You would. You'd look down and go, "Hey, wait a minute! All of a sudden, I got a whole new set of gear over here. I don't. I don't know how any of this stuff works. This is very odd." And it would be. It'd be completely odd to just wake up and go, "Oh, well, hey, think, how about I think that?" All of those jokes land well, and uh, they don't feel know, forced. In like to me, they don't no. feel forced or icky or nothing, right? Well, I think I think it's because one thing this movie does pretty well is that we do get to know the characters beforehand. That's a big that's a big portion of this is they don't and skip And it over doesn't that. overplay our getting to know them. So we get to know them. We get to know their personalities pretty distinctly. Mm-hmm. Their relationships to one another. And then it plops them down into this universe where they're not only having to now contend with a new circumstance, but they have new identities that they're negotiating. Right. And all of that, right. It's in a clever way, literalizing character development, Mm -hmm. right? Like, like in order to overcome self-centeredness, the girl, um, Bethany has to like come to grips with the fact that, uh, she's now an unattractive, overweight, middle-aged man and be friends with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spencer has to get over being a shy uh, guy who does not have a high opinion of himself and has no self-esteem mm-hmm. and deal with the fact that he is, in fact, now the leader and he has, you know, muscles and can do all this shit and he's he's got to save the day. And so, like, it's really quite literally doing these character developments mm-hmm. with the avatars. Which and is and great. what's nice is that the movie is able to push that along and not have it feel uh, overdone, in my opinion. Yeah, this could have easily gotten into the, like, kind of, I don't say preaching at you, but really putting it out on, like, such a literal front street that you're just like, here is how it works, stupid, you know, kind of yeah. thing. And it, it lets you feel that throughout the characters a little bit more. I mean, it's obvious, but it's not like obvious. It's not stupid obvious, I guess. Right. And, and it makes a, it, it makes a lot of sense that way. And and here's the thing: I think the biggest thing that really did uh, that really puts this thing for you know the furthest is the the charisma that all these people have, and the fact that they are so good at not only just being themselves but playing someone else as well. And playing that character that they're playing. So, you know, everyone is, you know, they're playing the kid instead of playing them like a heroic version of the rock. Yeah. And 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 it's it's great against time to watch the actors play that. Right. Yeah. So I I think I think what is this? Is this only the second rock Kevin Hart movie or have they done three? I think they've done three. What was the other? Uh, they did the CIA one. Uh-huh. Oh, Hold balls. on, I'm going to look at Kevin Hart's thing. I've forgotten. <laughs> but they, I think this is only the second one. I feel like they're in a lot of shit together, but they're not. 
Hmm. Yeah, I think this is it. It may be. Yeah, central. Yeah, I get. Well, I suppose you're right. They just talk so much shit to each other that it feels like they've been in more things, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they're active uh, on each other's social media. Well. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah they, it just, it like, just feels like they're constantly. <laughs> when doing these movies. two movies, <laughs> when doing these two movies, they've done nothing but just talk shit, mad shit to each other constantly, <laughs> just like getting in each other's. And it's hilarious. It's so they're a lot of fun, those two. And uh, but but again, it's it they're they're a great pairing, and and honestly, while Central Intelligence wasn't a great movie, they were a great pair in that movie, you know. Yeah, and and it really works. I mean, you really see that come to fruition here in Jumanji. Yeah, once once given something that's uh, you know of a higher quality, yeah. you know, you can obviously. And I, run and I gotta with that. say, so th- this movie has four screen credit screenwriting credits on it, mm-hmm. and and it's very obvious that two of them were the original story, and two of them are the uh, the rewrite, because the rewrite by Chris McKenna and Eric Summers, these are the guys who also wrote Bat Lego Batman, ah. Spider Man Homecoming, right? So. <laughs> So you can see in this uh, like wh- where they brought the, where they were brought in. And it's like they clearly punched up the jokes. They made yeah. all of this uh, a workable thing. Um, I have to say this uh, their work on this screenplay gives me a lot of hope for the Ant-Man and Wasp movie that they wrote. Yeah. And the fact that they're going for like a very romantic comedy style with Ant-Man and Wasp, it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like they're going to, I think, I think they're going to nail that, that sucker big time. Yeah. Uh, so it, interestingly on Ant-Man and Wasp, just as a complete aside, please. uh, Evangeline Lilly is first build. Is that right? And she, she shows up first in every cast listing huh. according to billing. Uh, I'm curious as if that means it's going to be first build on the poster. But yeah, mm. I don't know. well, they c- cut her out of the poster and where is it? China or something? <laughs> <laughs> they were just like, nah, homie, we just go call this Ant-Man too. <laughs> it's like, could you guys be more blatant? That's terrible. Oh, well. At least hide it a little bit better. Just go like, nah, <laughs> we ain't doing that. Um, Big shout out again. I, I love and, and I love the uh, the people that like. The, here's the thing: in speaking of writing and stuff, the writing about this is cool. Is like these are people that played video games clearly. Oh yeah, and that's what's so cool. Like Reese Darby's character having the lines that he has, and then just kind of repeating them or whatever, which is so cool. And, and I I just love that guy and everything. He's just he's he's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, he's amazing. He's he's great in all the Flight of the Concords. He's got the best episode of the X Files revival. Yeah, it's it's so good. And uh, and and I I hate this. I hate saying things like this. But God, it just it keeps happening that uh-huh. people that I don't want to like and people that just I'm like I'm like no no I'm Are you not about gonna. Nick Jonas. Nick now? Jonas is really good. God <laughs> almighty. Yeah. Yeah, like it, like he it's was like, great in Scream Queens. Yeah, man. like it's like him and like I, I for the longest time I really wanted to hate Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum's fucking great. Uh, yeah. there, there's a couple of these other guys where you're just like, no. Um, oh, uh, what's his face? We're going to talk. Uh, Zach Efron was another one where I'm like, no, Zach Efron, no. And I'm like, no, that guy's really good. <laughs> Justin Timberlake. Yep. These are guys that I want to hate, and they just keep showing up, and they keep putting out really good work and i'm like damn it (laughs) these people should these people should not be this talented but nick jonas does uh has a he's it's not a huge role but he's important to the plot and everything and he's and he's really good but uh like i said man i i think this movie is a movie that is made for people 
you know, really in the, you know, probably 25 to, you know, 40 year old range, because these are the people that, you know, really saw the original Jumanji and stuff like that. Well, and, I mean, maybe, but uh, like in my screening, there were a lot of uh, like preteens and, and tweens and stuff in there. Yeah, and, and you don't uh, have to. You don't have to really see the other one. Yeah, you don't have to see the other one by any means. There's a couple of shout outs and a couple little uh, little nods back and everything, but not not something that you need to see. But uh, I don't know what they would do with a sequel. But I, I think this thing. I don't. I think this thing has done an, enough business. You look that up. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, why why not? Hold on. Let me see. let me look it up on boxofficemojo.com. Who does not sponsor this? They program. should. They should. We talk about that shit. Uh, yeah. Jumanji budget, ninety million. That's not bad for what this is. The the worldwide gross, three fifty nine point eight. Yeah, they're doing they're doing a sequel. I don't know what they're gonna I mean, do, that, but that's two hundred and two domestic. By the way. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. Like th- this is one of those rare movies where the domestic take will be bigger than the foreign take. That's that's wild. So they're gonna they're gonna smash that, bro. So get get ready for Jumanji. Welcome to the Jungle too. They're gonna figure out some way to fucking do it. I'll tell you that much. <clears throat> yeah. But uh, two recommendations there. All right. So uh, speaking of sequels, though, let's go into the third sequel, second sequel, third movie of the Pitch Perfect series. Here is the trailer for Pitch Perfect Three. I brought this just in case. We didn't invite you guys to sing. We invited you to watch. Uh, excuse me? I just thought you guys were so busy with your awesome jobs and amazing lives. I am, actually. Oh, we yeah, all, we all, we're so actually. You get off my and I do my dream of taking plans and show They're so bright and shiny. Still look pretty. They look like they was all breastfed. performance to support the troops in Europe. One last show together. Who's with me? Hell yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Spain, Bellas. So this is the first base. Will we be going to second base with you guys? That's a no for me, so. On the tour, we've got three bands. You guys just sing other people's songs, right? Like a cover band. They're trying to intimidate us. Let's just do what we do. A reef off. Running her hands through my fro, bouncing on tiny balls while they sing on the radio. So wake me up when it's all over. We like to keep it oral. Is it weird that everybody is better at the one thing that we do than than we are at that thing? All right, ladies, pick up your tits. We're going to show them that we are not a joke. My record label wants to sign one of the bands, but we don't want the Bellas. We want you. What? I did not see this coming. We're family. We support each other. We like sisters, Aubrey. He is Aubrey, isn't it? I can't. I'm part of a group. Becca, it's a big opportunity for you. Sometimes the clothes do not make the does feel like a bye job. Becca. What are you doing? Don't. <laughs> if you cry, I'm gonna cry. Don't make that face. I'm not doing it. Don't make that face. This is my regular face. Freedom! 
All right, that was the trailer for Pitch Perfect 3, our last new release review of the week. IMDb Plotline, following their win at the World Championship, the now-separated Bellas reunite for one last singing competition at an overseas USO tour, but face a group who uses both instruments and voices. Oh, shit. It's directed by uh, Trish, what do you think, C? Si? S-I-E? How you figure? Uh, that I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, Anna Kendrick, Rebel Wilson, Brittany Snow, Anna Camp, Haley Steinfeld. There's a, there's just a shitload of people in this movie. Um, all the people you'd want to be. All, in. All, yeah, exactly. All the people that you saw in the other films. Guess what? They're in this one too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plus uh, John Lithgow and John Lithgow. Yes, John Lithgow, and we'll, we'll talk about him. But uh, <laughs> um, we were both fans of the first two Pitch Perfect movies. I think we reviewed the second one on this uh, this here program. Uh, whenever the fuck that came out, I think. Yes, for sure that we may have done the first one, although I can't remember because that was I that came out back when we were doing the show periodically. Yeah, so I know we we did the second one for sure. So if you want to look that in the old up in the old archives, it's it's probably in there. Um, so going into a third one, uh, it looks like this is definitely going to be the last one uh, from everything yes. that's kind of told. And uh, I box office wise, I don't think this did great. So it's probably Ill? yeah. Let let's take a you know we could do that we could take a look. This can't be what's right. going on. This with seems this, this seems high. Wow. If, if I may be wrong, Cor- Cor- no, it's it's done well. I was about to say I just looked here at IMDb and that's not always as good as box office, but I was like, wow, they've done a lot better than I had imagined actually. Hundred and four worldwide. Damn. Seventy three domestic off of forty five. That's that's not bad. So uh, I we say last, but it may not be the last. Let's be honest. It's the it's uh, it's all it's made more than the first one, so. although that that one made a lot of money. Video that's how it got the sequel. Yeah, th- it didn't. It wasn't as hype in uh, in in the theaters and stuff like this. But uh, you know, they they touted as kind of the end. But I I wouldn't be completely shocked if they did one more on account of this. Just because uh, well, we'll see. Uh, I you know I I think the plot points of this entry are pointing to the fact that like they are increasingly having to stretch things. <laughs> yes. To, to make a reason to have these movies uh, <laughs> in any way logical whatsoever. They're like, uh, uh, what if we, uh, let's see. Oh God. Um, but I, but I have to say, uh, as, as diminishing, uh, as f- full of diminishing returns as this entry is, I still had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. And the parts that are completely out of left field and weird and like kind of batshit, uh, like the fact that Rebel Wilson is really good at beating the shit out of criminals. Yeah. Uh, I liked all of that. (laughs) Um. So, you know, like you get a little bit of a weird, um, like spy thriller uh, thing going on in this uh, in this entry, as well as your normal uh, acapella competition. Listen, I can't prove it, but I uh, somewhere deep inside me, uh, and I didn't see it on screen, so I could be wrong. But I feel like this entire movie was produced by pr- produced by Rebel Wilson and DJ Khaled. Uh, because one at least has the more to do in this movie than she has in any of the other movies, and the other is uh, inexplicably there for who knows for, for plot reasons that it yeah. could be anyone. And we're just like, Hey, I, like honest to God, I, I don't think he knows that he was in a movie. Uh, 
<laughs> probably not. They're like but, TJ Khaled. There's there's this new group here, just like, and he did not call anyone by their real names. He just didn't. He just was just like, oh, you that Becca girl? Yeah, you really good. And they just they didn't tell him, and he just he just he thinks this is all a real thing. Well, look, you know, I love DJ Khaled, right? But uh, <laughs> I don't get the sense that he's a reader. No, he does not seem like a reader uh, of, at all of magazines, even uh, so. the Sunday paper comics uh, section. But, but I also like I think that might be also part of his shtick a little bit like he plays it up. It's not it's not that he's not uh, super bright. It's just that uh, he he definitely plays in a, in addition to maybe being a kind of a weirdo goofball, he plays that up a little more than is actually there. I don't know if you ever seen that Snapchat. I think you might know oh, that no, there ain't I, nothing there. It. I'm <laughs> saying it's definitely there. I'm saying in this movie, it's played up a little bit. Perhaps because there are segments of this thing where like he's already like they, they've introduced him. He's a character uh-huh. that's in this and literally he's just looking at his phone. <laughs> yeah. That like I mean, it looks like honest to God he did not even know the camera was on. He's just like I'm looking at Twitter. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, if that's the character you're supposed to play, fuck it. I mean, I guess I don't know. It's just it's that's bad. Uh, <laughs> listen, and and I I am an unabashed John Lithgow fan. This is an awful performance. This, it is not good. It is just, it's laughably bad. Just do, just have her mom be the Australian one and you just be, you know, just regular John Lithgow or something, man. Cause that accent just was not working for me at all. I like the character. I like the idea and everything. The accent was fine. The accent was just but weird. The, but the problem, I think, with the accent is, according to everybody on the press junket uh, tour, um, he he found out he got the job and then sh- like they had to shoot really quickly uh and so he basically like worked with a coach to get that accent down in like 3 weeks yeah it seems that way it's not and <laughs> just and i think it works for what the movie is which is goddamn ridiculous mm. but, <laughs> but yeah it's not the greatest uh authentic accent although i'm not entirely sure it was supposed to be and mm. and here's why so the regular screenwriter kay cannon right who's who's written the other pitch perfect films mm-hmm. okay um she also uh had a co-writer on this one or at least from what i what i can imagine this relationship being being like uh if not a full co-writer then definitely somebody who was brought in to do jokes and weird shit. Right. Because Mike White was brought in on this. Hmm. Now, now for those of you out there who don't know who Mike White is, he created one of the best uh, shows on HBO that a lot of you didn't watch called Enlightened with Laura Dern. Ran for two seasons. It was amazing. But He also so hosts but, a projection booth. Oh, wait, that's a different Mike White. I'm sorry. <laughs> but Mike White... Uh, has been a, he's been a writer on a ton of stuff. He wrote, uh, he was in the writer's room for freaks and geeks. He wrote the film orange County school of rock, uh, Nacho Libre. He's worked with Jack Black a lot. If you've noticed, (laughs) I was like, I like those movies. Um, he, yeah. And so like he has, uh, just, I think he was brought in to do weird punch up jokes and like work on plot a Mm. little bit. And I think you can see that, right? So, his presence on this and just knowing what I know about, uh, about his style and how ridiculous and over the top the rest of this movie is, 
I'm going to roll with John Lithgow was a stylistic choice. Perhaps, perhaps. I'm just going to run with that. I'll say this. Uh, the, um, the, the love interest side story kind of thing just doesn't work. It's lame. I, no. I don't, I don't buy this guy at all for anything like, like the role that he plays his interest in her. I don't buy none of it. Um, but here's it. Let, let's talk about the thing that matters in this movie is the music. Uh-huh. It's all really good. <laughs> yes. All it's, very good. It's all really good. Like the little showdown stuff that you hear with the, the auditions and stuff. It's fantastic. I'm a, I'm a huge mashup guy and stuff too. So I, I love when uh, stuff gets mashed up really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all of it is is I, I'd put it on par and stuff with the other Pitch Perfect movies. They're all really good. Um, I wish the last number was like it's a good number, but I wish it was a little bit something extra. And also, it kind of flies in the face of everything that kind of came before it, and really, it, and I, I know I'm being picky, but logistically, it doesn't make any sense. From like right. a from like from a presentation and sound standpoint, it's just like that's not possible. So yeah, I know it's a little nitpicky, whatever. But it is what it's supposed to be. <laughs> but I'm sitting there the whole time, just going, "No, they would not hear anyone. They would not hear. They'd hear one mic. You got one microphone there. That's it. Not multiple. Right. And you're not running around pointing it at other people's faces. So let's not pretend. Come on. But I look. It is what it is. Well, you know, they could have, they could have miked the stage, right? Like this happens. Yeah. It does. But probably not. Probably not. No. Uh, Here's the thing. Is this a great movie? No. Uh, If you like the other Pitch Perfect movies, will you like this one? Probably. So. I think, I think the answer is yes. I I am glad that there will likely not be another one. I don't need another one. I'll say that. Uh, The things that um, I have seen pushback on this one are actually like, I think the best thing, like. That the whole weird ass uh, action movie that that makes up a third of what this movie is. Yeah, like there, there's like a fourth of this movie is like a Brett that, Ratner film. <laughs> that that shit's awesome. Like, <laughs> like like if there's a way to pivot this franchise into like Rebel Wilson uh, and Becca teaming up to do that and sing occasionally. Listen, if they had like a side detective business or something, yes, I would yeah. watch that movie. Like right, like if this could be like a. Like a Veronica Mars pitch perfect spy thriller with the other guys. That's what yeah. I want. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> like, let's do that. I would. Yeah, I'd, um, I'd I'd be on board with that. I'd be okay with that. But and then I, every now and then they sing the a song or something. Go I, with it. <laughs> probably not. Pitch perfect. <laughs> now we're heisting and shit. <laughs> so I mean, and and as good as the new Bellas were, like we don't know any of them outside of Haley Steinfeld. So. Yeah. And we get enough with her in the last. Yeah, we get enough with her in the last movie, and I say enough, but you know, we get introduced to her in the last movie. Yeah, but but we don't know any of those other girls that are in the the new Barton Bellas, right? And so, like, I don't, uh, uh, I I can't do a whole new cast. Nah, it's uh, yeah, I I don't need like the new class coming in, and and I gotta say, I I doubt that. Regardless of anything, I doubt Anna Kendrick would be back. So yeah, it, it this it this there's seems not a like story a for her not anymore. Really, no. And also, I I get the sense that she's done with it. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked with that. I I I don't want to say this was a paycheck, but I, I'm sure it was a good paycheck. Well, her her paycheck is Trolls Two. It's coming up. 
Oh, is that? Yeah, oh, gosh. Yeah, that's right. They did do it. They <laughs> yeah. are doing a Trolls 2, aren't they? Yeah, God almighty. Yeah, I'm sure uh-huh. she's getting some serious back because that movie did bonkers bananas money for some weird fuck reason. So yep. I don't know. Uh, so that's it, everybody. Uh, that is it for, the, I don't say this week because we're doing two shows this week because uh, the next show up for you, uh, we're getting into a little bit more of the serious land. That's right. We're going to go for the movies that uh, may be a little bit more Oscar contendery, if you will. Uh, we're going to be covering uh, The Darkest Hour, All the Money in the World, and the newest, the first uh, directing outage for Aaron Sorkin, Molly's Game. And we'll see uh, all of those next week, uh, next episode. Not, not next week, next episode. In the meantime, Matt, where can we find more of your work on the internet, sir? Uh, follow me on uh, Instagram. Let's do Instagram. Ooh. Follow me on Instagram at Matt underscore Boyd underscore Smith. Uh, you can find me posting about beer, my dog, um, Dick Tracy comics, that sort of thing over there. Uh, you can also subscribe to my newsletter. It's a uh, tiny slash conspiracy media theory. Uh, there you can find an archive of all the previous newsletters and also sign up. I'm trying to be better about them. It's my, that's my new year's resolution. I don't give a shit if I gain another 30 pounds. I do care, but <laughs> That's not my resolution. My resolution is I'm going to be better about the newsletter. So uh, please subscribe over there or tell a friend about it. Tell all of your friends because they want to know about this stuff. They do. They really do. Yeah. Uh, and uh, here at Movie Podcast, man, uh, we're we're getting back. We, uh, we had a couple of... We recorded some episodes early because uh, of holiday season and everything, so it's been nice to have that off. But, man, we're getting back into style here, and we're going to be doing the first couple episodes of The Runaways. So uh, check that out, everybody. I haven't watched them yet, so I can't tell you if they were any good or not. But I've, I've, heard, some, I've heard good things. I've heard good stuff. Uh, so we'll be checking out that. And um, I, I think I'm going to do a I – may, I may do a nerd talk now soon. I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know what the hell's going on. I've got so much other things on my plate and everything. We're, we'll figure we'll figure it all out, man. But you guys know what the deal is. Uh, and, again, thank you guys all for, uh, for for waiting on us for all these uh, you know these weeks and everything. But, like I said, you're going to get a double dose of uh, the film fine coming at you and give you an idea of what to actually go out there and watch. And, of course, for those of you over at patreon.com slash the film fine, you'll be getting more and more stuff as time goes on. And we want to thank each and every one of you again for uh, supporting us, man. We really appreciate that. And, of course, uh, Maria from the upstate of New York being our executive producer and all that kind of good jazz. Uh, so, like I said, Darkest Hour, all the money in the world, and Molly's game coming up. So, until then, for Matt Smith, I'm Adam Borges. We'll see you guys next time.